As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. There were so many people I would see. Chachi. I saw, I saw Lady Gaga in the in the parking lot. I saw Liza freaking Minnelli. Okay. Decked That out in sequins one. head to toe. What is up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of hopefully maybe your newest favorite podcast, Overshare. I'm Jaws, joined by my girl, Lils. Hi. How hey. are you? How are you? Hello. You know, I'm okay. I, I was just telling um, you and our producer off camera that if you could see what my face looked underneath my makeup right now. Well, ooh, I feel like we should. I, it's been a rough. Then in that week. case, we should just jump right into the show with our over it. So over it. What she said. Okay. So Lil, we have had this ongoing discussion between the two of us about mask knee and skincare during COVID and breakouts. And even I, who have had like always pretty decent skin. You're like, I who have well, no, skin I've had to go the because the thing is, is like, I don't play anymore ever since I had acne as a teenager and went to the dermatologist and got medication and everything. Now, if I have an issue, I'm really fortunate to have healthcare. So I just freaking go straight think, to the dermatologist and like solve my problems. See, and I think the reason I don't is because I didn't have acne growing up. So I like don't one, I don't nor like, it's not my instinct to be like, Oh, something's wrong. I need to go to the dermatologist. And I feel like I'm so bad about going to the doctor anyway, that it's just another appointment to make. But Melissa was just telling us that you can do like a virtual fit. What was uh, apostrophe? Yes, apostrophe. The but there's also, have you heard so, of forward? I've never used any of these services, but they're all like, no, I was like, no, but I need to call all of them immediately. When you, we're done. you honestly should seriously, because I feel like they're going to solve your problems. It'll be like my skin gets, cause I've been very consistent about my skincare routine and I've been using the, um, how do you pronounce it? Sarah, Sarah, CeraVe. CeraVe. And that's at, the, that's at the grocery store. That's at CVS. That's super affordable. It is actually a little pricey sometimes. I feel oh, like, really? like I'll get like a tub of, I mean, it lasts forever, but like you'll get like a tub of something and it's like $25. Uh, I think I've also just bought like every product they have also. <laughs> Fun surprise. I have like a like a pile of random boxes in the corner of my apartment and one of them was a PR box from them. Oh, so they know about you. <laughs> but oh my like, gosh. It's, but it's from like over a year ago. Oh well, I'm that like, stuff does oh, not it doesn't go thanks. bad. So you should just still use it. So are I you am. saying that you're over what exactly? Oh, um <laughs> I acne in general, but also I guess I I'm over my inability to, um, do something about it. Cause I've been literally, I think it's been for the last six months, at least one week out of the month, my face is like, I can't do anything because, and people are like, Oh, it's not noticeable. It's, this isn't like a zit. It's like, literally I'll look in the mirror. I'm like, what is going on? It's like, like the zits are trying to escape from my face. Like I've never, I'll have a cluster of like 20 of them. That's wild. So, Honestly, I 10 out of 10 recommend 
going to the dermatologist and doing the apostrophe thing because I didn't even know that existed until well, today. And, and we've been amazing. over that. I think mine is related to my back. It's usually when something like my neck or spine, like upper spines out of place. I think, it, I don't know if it's like releasing stress hormones or absolutely something going on. But, um, basically I feel like, uh, it, I need like, I don't, a topical, like random, like me just moisturizing isn't going to do something because I no. think it's coming from within. Yes. And you need to get to the core of the issue and like take some vitamins or pills or whatever they prescribe. I Maybe mean, you I need an need antibiotic. Everyone's um, like, change your diet. I'm like, oh, hmm. <laughs> actually, it's not that bad. Fun fact is that sometimes I can't think of anything new that I'm over because I feel like just in general, I'm over the same things. Like, for example, I'm not going to go deep into this, but what the F is wrong with people that are still fighting the mask thing? Like, are, are you serious? I don't know. I just, I can't deal with that. I also can't deal with the fact that COVID cases keep going up. I feel like my blood's starting to boil. So I'm going to talk about something much more shallow, which is the fact that I'm very over paper straws. Okay, listen, you know, and anyone who knows me knows that I have been using reusable straws for many, many years. Yes. Namely, You're a pioneer in environmental beverage drinking. <laughs> I'm a pioneer in the straw community. I started using straws exclusively for all beverages because why whiten your teeth? and then drink coffee or wine. It makes no sense. So probably about 15 years ago, I started exclusively drinking through straws and very quickly was like, this feels kind of wasteful. This is like before people were talking as much as they do now about trying to be sustainable with your lifestyle. And also it was just like, why am I spending all this money on straws? So I started getting really deep into the metal and glass straw movement. But however, I don't always have my straw with me. Okay. Like some days I'm out and about. You don't have find a carrying case? Just you know what? in your purse? Interestingly, I just bought one on Amazon. It's very, very cute. Okay. I will link to it in the show notes here because it's very aesthetic and you can like attach it to your backpack. It's really cute. Oh. Anyways, but that's <laughs> for, what I'm talking about. For when you go to school. <laughs> I'm talking about the fact that when you go to like a place like Erewhon or some sort of juice bar and you get a smoothie, you don't really want to drink like a clumpy, thick smoothie just like this because it's going to get all over your face. So I always ask for a straw and I'm happy that they provide paper straws, but they're pointless. They're absolutely pointless. They immediately wilt. And then you start like actually almost eating the straw. So I feel as though for my next investment, <laughs> I mean, my first investment in an <laughs> invention, I should invent like an elevated paper straw. Do you know anyone that can help me do that? <laughs> no. And then I also um, bought you your glass straws, your new ones for, did you bring yep. those home? Um, they are at my house at home. I'm currently in an Airbnb that I have decorated. If you're watching the video version of this, you can see some decorative items behind me, including a Christmas tree that I built. I did a little dollar store DIY. Can you see that? Uh, I built that Christmas tree out of five Christmas trees. I stacked them all together. And I'm basically a millennial Martha Stewart at this point because I've just been doing crafting and turning this place into like Santa's village. But here's the thing. I realized why Santa only works one day a year because it's too effing tiring. Okay. Santa is tired after one day and he needs the rest of the year off. But and he, I get he has it after this. That's true. Like buddy. <laughs> Oh, anyways, as you guys know, if you listen to this show, this is a segment where we are now inviting you to join the party by calling our phone number and leaving us a voicemail three minutes or less with something that you are over. And I'm very excited to hear what our listener has to share this week. So I know. vent your feelings. Let's roll, roll, the roll the tape. Hi, Lily and Jocelyn. I'm Rebecca. And I just wanted to share something I'm super over. And I know the last few of these calls have been super deep and um I appreciate it but I have one that is not deep <laughs> and I'm sure it's just a pet peeve thing and I'm not sure if everyone deals with this but I'm so over parents saying that their kids are like in months after 12 months like I get before 12 months you know they've only been on earth for literally like five months but, like, after 12 months, it's like, come on, your kid is a year old. Like, I don't, uh, 
like when parents are like, oh, my God, my daughter is 14 months. I'm like, no, Sarah, your daughter is one year old. Um, I don't go around saying I'm 216 months. So I don't know. It's like a huge eye roll moment for me. And huh, yeah, that would be like something I'm super over right now because I don't want to have to do division and multiplication every time I meet your kid, you know? I don't know. Anyways, I really love the podcast and I'm always listening. Um, and I love you guys. Bye. Oh my gosh, I love I'm this dying person. Because I, I love definitely, her. I've definitely said that before. Uh, I also feel like it applies to when people are pregnant and oh say gosh. it in weeks. I was I'm the same like, thing. Too, too much. I'm like, 30 weeks? What is that? I don't even know. I'm like, is that too much? I, it's, it's too, just say a cup, like, if, no, I relate, sense. I relate so much. I was literally Lily. We have like an identical brain because as she was talking and I was like, I absolutely agree. Just like, I'm not over here, like saying I'm 3000 months old or whatever. <laughs> like it's way too confusing. Um, and on the flip of that, like when people are like, Oh, I'm, you know, 37 weeks pregnant. I'm like, so like trying to That's, do like, I'm when like, is the baby how, how coming in two years? Nine months? Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's too much. I'm like, just, just give me uh like, actually tell me. And I get, I guess the reason I feel like people refer to age in months would be like, cause I guess, I mean, I am not super familiar with children. So, but like when <laughs> Melissa's laughing at me, that like, <laughs> that a few months does make a huge difference yeah yeah in like size slash also like brain development so like saying they're two when they're like a few months before or like after two I guess like yeah but yeah, also like I, not to me not to like normal people I feel like say that to other moms sure if you want to I don't know I just I do I agree I think it's really really weird and I guess like some of it is stuff that you don't think about or care about unless you're in that situation. But I'm telling you, Lily, right now, if I have a kid and I try any of this BS, if I try the months, the weeks, and most importantly, if I try to throw some sort of sex or gender reveal, please lock me up. Okay. Because I hate those things so much. And I get that they make good videos for YouTubers, but beyond that, I'm just like, get out of town with this business. I can't I, deal with I it. I have a request for when you do what, um, to just tell me what you need <laughs> for the baby. Tell, you tell mean? me what, yeah. Tell me what you want. <laughs> tell me what you need. I'm so, I feel like I'm probably seen like the worst friend ever with my friend's kids. Cause like I am not, I, I always thought I'd be like a real, like the fun aunt that brings the cool presents. No, because I literally, I'm like, what did, what do you buy them? I don't know. I'm like, what, how big is it? I, isn't it going to grow out of everything? And, uh, Lily, big? it's obviously 47,000 weeks old. Okay. And, and everyone that, knows. And that's what stresses me out even more. Cause you go to fucking babies <gasps> R us and everything is in weeks. And I'm like, this is too overwhelming. Bye. And then usually they have whatever I end up getting them. I always recommend getting something weird, like a weird book. I love a good book. My sister and always recommends books. I always do a book. And then I also have a friend who is having a baby next month around Christmas. So naturally, I got her an, Same, elf, co an elf costume, you know, for the baby because that ooh, just felt ooh, right. Ooh. An elf mm. costume. Mine might be having it after though. And it feels like oh, January well. might be a weird time to be an elf. Then you're basically screwed. Get that baby like an Easter bunny costume or something and call it a day. Um, at any rate, you guys, if you want to call in and be a part of the show, we would absolutely love to hear from you. Uh, we're going to leave the phone number in the show notes because I forgot to pull it up on my laptop and I don't yet know it by heart, but it is I know a it's a 562 area code. <laughs> it's a 562 area code and I'm going to really work on memorizing it so that I don't have to have it on my computer screen. But we love hearing from you guys because- Do you still remember like your- uh, sorry to interrupt like ADD today. Um, <laughs> that like your phone numbers growing up and like, oh, your like I remember like my, my best friends. friends. Yeah. Yeah. I also remember my home address from when I was a child. All of, I've moved several times. So I remember all of them, but I'm going to be real with you. Can't remember. What I, I did, did not memorize Chris's phone number until after we got married. And he was like, do you know what my I, phone number is? And I was like, weird that you would memorize it now. I did just because I was like, well, what if it's an emergency? What if I'm somewhere and I can't call the him? I, do, only I don't know anyone's phone numbers. <laughs> I know my mom's, my sister's. 
I actually know Sarah from college because just because she used to like, we always had a joke that we would give out her other friend's number. So I feel like I always had to know hers too. But, um, I, I feel like you haven't had to memorize numbers in so long. No, like, and the like only, Megan's, no. I don't know yours. I don't know. The only phone number that I still do have memorized is my sister's. And that's because we have both had the same phone number since we got our first cell phones when we were 18. And I, when I was like, you know, in my twenties, and when I was single and a man would ask for my phone number and I just didn't feel like dealing with like saying, no, thank you. I would just always give him my sister's number. And to mm-hmm. this day, if people ask for my number and I don't want to give it, I give them Allie's phone number. She's so mad, but I've done it for like 20 years. So is it weird that I like always just give them my phone number? No. Cause also, at, you and know, then you just ignore them. Yeah. It, sometimes you just say, no, thank you. Please I'm like, go I away. don't answer the phone anyway. So I'm like, what? They're going to text. I'm like, I do have a few that like I gave it out of like, just go away. Here it is. And then I'll get like 10 texts over the next few months. I'm like, you didn't, you didn't give up after two. <laughs> you know, you have to really like give them a hand for like I guess in, consistency. In persistence. Yeah. Anyway, um, speaking of LA today for the topic of the show, we are going to be discussing something that is so LA, so ridiculous. And it is our random celebrity encounters and experiences. Are you ready to jump in? I was saying to Joss yesterday that like, if you scroll, like I'll scroll through my Instagram and I'm like, I used to do so many things. Like, <laughs> it's just like, oh, then you were there. Then you were there. Then you were at this event. Then you went to this part. I Now I'm like, what if I, like, I went on a trip recently that was like three days. That was like the only thing I've done in eight months. Well, I think that's the life everybody's living, honestly, is that I look back at my Instagram and I was looking at a different country every week. And that, now I'm, I think it's the traveling that was eye opening, but also the celebrities that are randomly in pictures that I'm like, we used to get to do that. Yeah. So let's just jump right in. Well, okay. So for people who are listening to this podcast and might not be familiar with our backgrounds, Lily and I met working at our backgrounds, our career backgrounds, Lily and I met working at Clever. And most of my career has been as an entertainment news, like journalist or host or whatever you want to call it. So because of that, I naturally have interviewed and been around a lot of like very big celebrities over the years. But however, Um, just living in LA. And I know it's really like kind of silly and people probably already imagine this. There are just like random celebrities everywhere all the time. Don't you feel like that? Well, yeah. Cause it's funny. Like when I worked at clever, yeah, there were celebrities that I guess would occasionally come in, but also like, we didn't have like a listers coming into the studio. Usually if you were interviewing like big people, it's cause you went somewhere. So I wasn't necessarily along for those rides, but, um, like, I feel like most of the people that I've met are just like from being like in LA and being like celebrity adjacent. Absolutely. And I think it's like probably kind of hilarious to think about, but like, imagine if you lived in like a farming community, you would just meet farmers everywhere, but we live in the, you know, capital of the entertainment industry. So it would naturally make sense that there are to meet other people from the entertainment industry. <laughs> they're just like us actually recently a lot before COVID, especially, do you know who Alicia Cuthbert is? She was like a big, yeah. um, I see her at the grocery store literally all the time. And I even scoped out what was in her cart. And she's a big fan of almond milk. Just want to throw that out there. So Along like with everyone else in LA. <laughs> so she's someone that I feel like I kind of see around regularly or like in workout classes. Oh my gosh. Kobe Smolders is in my Pilates class, like all the time. Really? And I would just be like, Oh my God. Cool people. Say, I, one thing I think is that in LA, a lot of the time you don't necessarily, like, I'm sure I'm around, like I'll probably pass people in the grocery store, but not realize one, because we have masks on now, but two, I'm just not really paying attention. Um, who did I, I saw, uh, what's her, her name? Um, the sister in this is us. Oh yeah. I don't know her name in real life. Chrissy Metz. Yes. Chrissy Metz. That's right. Um, Kristen, Maxie and I went to, uh, uh, fuck what, like the, one of your juice places creation. Yeah. Um, So Kristen was getting something. I was not, but, um, so I was like sitting there waiting and she walked in and I'm like, (laughs) 
<laughs> and I, what do you, I, I never, rarely do I say anything. Oh, There's I never only, say anything. I ever. would say no. I can only think of two things two times coming to mind that I've asked for a picture or something. I, yeah, I think it's, well, there's one, one of time I was very drunk. There's <laughs> one time in particular, and I don't know which specific story you're going to overshare today, but if it's not the Zac Efron story, when you miss the opportunity of a lifetime to become his next lady friend, um, where you could have literally made out with him on the spot because he was clearly very interested in you and you were in a confined space with him. A very this, confined this space. This escalated quickly, but um, you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Zephron was there for it and you could have served it up and you didn't. You missed that opportunity. Or should okay. I tell the story? You should tell the story. Roll the tape, Lil. So basically, when we were still working at Clever, <gasps> um, in our old office, the parent company for Clever was Defy. So it was like a pretty, it was a bit, relatively big building. And then we had the whole second floor. So there's a parking garage that has three levels. And I think I had parked on like P2. <laughs> get in the elevator. So I have to go P2, P1, first floor, second floor. When I get in at uh I, did he get in after? I'm like, I get in at P2. I think he gets in at P1 because also this parking garage, you could park there if you were going to, was it like the Audi dealership was down the street or something? There's a ton of businesses. In and the there's area. like a doctor or something in that building too. So he parks on P1, gets a, it's, he's with a friend and they get on the elevator and I lived less than a mile away from the office. So typically when I was going in, I had woken up 10 minutes prior. Uh, so I'm like not really paying attention. Also, usually I know everyone in the building or if I don't know them, it's not Zac Efron. So I don't have to be paying attention. Um, this time, <laughs> plot twist, it was Zac Efron. And he walks into the elevator and him and his friend walk in and he goes, hey, what's up? And I had been like looking, I want to say like at my phone or something. So when he says that, I like look up to give just like a oh like I I don't know if he was just like hey how's it going and I was like good how are you <laughs> For if you're not watching on video it was like I was looking down and I glanced up and then looked back down at my phone I'm like oh my god because I look up and he had I think he had a hat he had like a beanie on but then he also had sunglasses but they were like kind of like were his eyes twinkling because he has the most gorgeous memorable blue eyes that was why I noticed who it was because <laughs> I literally went to make eye contact and be like oh I'm good how are you and all of a sudden it was like eye contact it was just shooting into my soul it was like <laughs> so then I'm like oh my god that's I'm like looking back down at my phone like panicking like that's that Kefron oh my god and I had answered so nonchalantly and like I don't give a fuck who you are just like half asleep that I genuinely him and his friend kind of like <laughs> almost like chuckled after because I feel like they were like does this bitch really not know <laughs> who you are like really and they uh we go up like one more floor and they get off the first floor because they have to go to the Audi thing and they go to get off and they're like have a good one and I'm just like <laughs> so at this point, I also am sharing an office with Lisa Heiser, I who mean. is obsessed with Zac Efron. So she had a I, cutout. Like, I think she had a cutout of him, a high school musical cutout. There was of one him in our office. In her yes. office. Yeah. So I get off the elevator and I'm like hyperventilating and I'm like, I. What, I, what do I do? Do I go back down and chase him? Do I go? I, I don't know. So the only person I knew would like share my equal. I don't know, just. <laughs> chaos of what was going on inside my soul and body but um so i run down the hall and i was like Lisa! she's like what looks very alarmed i was like Zac Efron's in the elevator. <laughs> and she was like what and so then we decided that i need to go get a beverage <laughs> getting a little um, heated i'm like sorry um literally we like go back to the elevator and we hung out on p1 because we're like well He's going to have to leave. Like, if he only went to the Audi dealership, he's not going to be there that long. So I think we took, I don't even remember who else it was. We went with someone else and like pretended that we were putting stuff in our car. For like literally two hours. I feel like you guys were just two hours. waiting. It was, like, it was like 20 minutes. But 20 minutes, I was like, what are you doing? Not appropriate. But then during that 20 minutes, he finally did come down. And we're like, oh my God, it's happening. Did any of us say anything? Nope. Nope. Which is we, actually really surprising for Lisa because she is, does also, not, she doesn't have a problem asking people for photos. If I'll never we had forget. Been, 
out in public maybe, but the fact that we're in a parking garage and like you'd have like that's weird creepy. to approach someone in a parking garage. Yeah, yeah. And then he was like on his little skateboard that and he, he was just we just watched him skate away and we're like, why don't we just wait here for 20 minutes and not say anything? I will say though that in that office building, there was an MRI office where people would come to like get their brain checked or Who their bodies you, checked. Didn't you see like there were so many people I would see. Chachi? I saw, I saw Lady Gaga in the in the parking lot. I saw Liza freaking Minnelli. Okay. Decked out in sequins one. head to toe. Um, gosh, there was someone else that I, I can't think of. But what I was going to say about Lisa Heiser was that during that time period, um, and it was like in Beverly Hills where this office was. And so there's a lot of people there like doing business and having important meetings and things. And this story means a lot now, especially because of what has recently happened. Um, but we were eating lunch with a group of people and Lisa started freaking out. And she was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then she like got up. And she's like, I see him. And I was like, who, what is she talking about? And um, Chadwick Boseman, who so sadly has like tragically passed away, was eating lunch right next to us. And I didn't even know what she was talking about. We were, and, and we were there for someone's birthday. Too, yeah. So it was a bunch of us. And she went up to him and she was like, hi. Like he was leaving the restaurant. She didn't approach him while he was eating. That's a big no-no. No, no. But, no, he, was, but, but he had seen, it was. Uh, he knew that her, we saw her him. And, her and Drew were both freaking out. Yeah. And he knew that we saw him. And I think it was, he like made eye contact with Drew or something and because she was kind of like like excuse me (laughs) can I uh come hug you and he kind of gave her like this uh like yeah but like like and motioned to meet him outside so then it didn't make a scene yeah and so he was like yeah I'll take a picture with you but can we go outside because I don't want like a bunch of people and he was just like so so sweet and oh I'm still so sad about that um and I love the Zac Efron story because I feel like there were a lot of those moments in that building there was a lot of like interesting fascinating people coming and going all the time As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Really quick, not to go on to another one. Uh, but do you remember? I think it was literally my second day ever, maybe as an intern at our old office in Hollywood, that uh, Ryan Gosling was in there and that we oh, like went right. and were hanging down in the lobby to like hope that we were going to see him. And I remember I was freaking out because I'm like, oh my God, this is my second day. And I'm literally being like, <laughs> where's Ryan Gosling? Like, you fucking asshole. Like, no, go get work done. And I, uh, like, panicked and went upstairs because I was like, oh my God, they're going to think that I'm, like, not doing anything. And Katie and Deidre stayed and interviewed him on their phone about, like, (laughs) Disneyland. And I, like, that clip, like, resurfaced recently. Yeah, that's so funny. But working in a lot of these, like, bigger buildings in LA, it just makes sense that there's, like, a production company or something in the building. So I feel like just those, like, weird encounters are actually kind of common. I honestly have a lot of, like, random stories (laughs) in general. I was just thinking about, and you guys pick which story you would like me to share. Um, So I have the story of the time that we became, like, engulfed in the paparazzi with Taylor Swift at Uh breakfast. That was really crazy. I also have the time that I got pranked by Emma Roberts and Dave Franco, and they tried to, like, kiss me, and, like, it was during an interview, and it turned out to be a prank with Casey Neidstadt. That was actually insane that still is just weird 
it was it was one of the weirdest things ever. And for those people watching that like don't follow Casey Neidstadt, don't know the whole story. Basically, they were trying to, the movie studio was trying to create some press for a movie that Emma Roberts and Dave Franco were in. And so they were like, okay, to create some YouTube press, what we're going to do is prank some hand-selected journalists who are also on YouTube and really like give it to them. So long story short, went to the junket, was sitting down in the wait, junket. Wait, wait. I would I would like to preface this though yes. with that when Joss would go, when they would go do junkets, like they would get flown to do it. Like that wasn't weird. Her and Aaron both got flown to do it. So right off the bat, I was like, why the hell would they have both of them go? The only time they've had a double interview was when Joss and Dana both went and interviewed One Direction and like shared a stool. But that was more to like get them both in a shot interviewing One Direction for like reels later on. Why the hell were we sending two people to New York when there was like other stuff going on too? So right off the bat, I was like, this is super weird. Why? Yeah, like, so it was really, really strange. Like, no, that's, no, it's fine. It's not that weird. But then even after seeing it, like knowing that you guys didn't, I was like, well, everything they do in this, I was like, why are they okay with this? Like you guys really rolled with the punches. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. And I'm just going to be super honest when it comes to celebrity interviews, especially in a junket setting, they're so short. They're usually four to five minutes long. And as an entertainment journalist, you're expected to create the interview of a lifetime within like literally a three minute time period and get these people to share the most hilarious, amazing stories with you. So there's a when lot of weirdness. they're also doing the same interview all day long. Yes. So there's always like sometimes awkward moments. Of course, you know me, I embrace those. I think that they're even better when it's weird. I'm fine with that. Um, but being someone who's done this for a long time, I was very used to the potential or possibility of anyone I'm interviewing just going completely off the radar because I'll be honest, this is absolutely not the first time something weird had happened to me during an interview. Typically, it just gets edited out <laughs> or the movie studio will be like, we're not giving you that footage. So sorry, you can't have it. I'd had that happen a few times. Like if someone kind of went off the rails and like, it was never because of me. It was like, they were just like freaking out. So long story short, um, we get flown to New York to do this interview. It was super weird that they had requested for two of us to do it, but we were just like rolling with the punches. And the moment that we sat down to start the interview with Emma Roberts and Dave Franco, they were very obviously like wasted, like absolutely hammered during the interview. <laughs> and they were like, hey, let's play a game together. And we were like, okay, let's do it. And then it turned into this like weird game of truth or dare where they were trying to get me to like flash someone out the window and they were really like peer pressuring me to do it. Then they wanted us to like start like taking shots. And then at one point, Emma Roberts tried to kiss us on the lips. That was the <laughs> okay. weirdest part. Then cut to, we leave the interview and we go to another room to interview the directors of the film. And we sit down and I was like, oh my gosh, that interview was really like really bad and really inappropriate. And I think we're going to get fired. And I also think we're going to get kicked out of this junket because I almost just flashed my boobs to someone out a window on the street of New York. I'm like, that is so unprofessional, like even for an entertainment journalist, right? So we sit down in the second room where we're going to interview the directors. And I notice immediately, okay, because we're just trained to always be on the lookout. I noticed immediately the camera that was on us was rolling. I could see the light. So I was like, okay, not only did that just happen, but we are obviously being filmed right now. Our discussion is being filmed. So I kind of like gave like a little like, okay, don't say anything sort of like nudge. The director comes in and he's like trying to show us his nipple or something. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that ended up getting edited out because I think it was too weird. And he was just like, yeah, here's my nipple. And I was like, um, what is happening? So the interview ended very abruptly, like very abruptly. And they just left. And I was like, oh my gosh, we're in trouble. A girl from the movie studio comes walking in and she's like, you guys, I need to talk to you right now. And I was like, oh my gosh, like we've been drinking. Someone tried to show us his nipple. Like what is happening? They're like, follow me to this room. We walk in the room and Dave Franco and Emma Roberts are in there laughing at us. And Casey Neidstad is laughing at us. And he has all these people filming us. And he's like, we pranked you. You guys are so dumb. And it was truly like the most confusing 
but stressful, but exhilarating experience of my life. And I always wonder now, like if I ever see Emma Roberts or Dave Franco out. Remember when you tried to kiss me? Yeah. Do you remember that? Um, So that is like super memorable, but still a part of my job, I guess. The Taylor Swift thing was really crazy. Lily was actually there. Were you no, there for that? No. Oh my gosh, I totally thought you were. So it was one Friday at Clever and we were just kind of hungry. So George, who's Lily and I's business partner now, would sometimes be like, hey, a few of us, let's like go grab breakfast. So it was me and George and Lisa Heiser and maybe one other person, I don't remember. And we went over to the spot right by our office to grab breakfast, a really casual place that's only Jones open for on breakfast. Third. Yeah, it's only open for breakfast and lunch. And we're sitting there and like we ordered our breakfast and then I went inside to use the bathroom. I was like, oh, I'm going to go inside to use the bathroom. And as I'm walking to the restroom, by the way, I look like a total troll. (laughs) I was like taking off all my like work clothes and was just wearing sweatpants or whatever. I see this woman who's like a gazelle with the longest limberest legs I've ever seen in my life. And it was like in her um, 1989 phase when she had like the bob, she's always wearing like shorts with high heels. That is what I saw. Wearing like glitter shorts. Yeah. So I'm like walking out of the restroom after using the restroom and I turn just as she turns and we face each other. It was like, felt like a movie moment. And she just looked at me and I looked at her and I was like, oh my gosh, that is Taylor freaking Swift. And she was there with Soraya. Do you remember Soraya who was on Empire? And it was like right after when Taylor was in like the mode of like her squad and everything like that. Back when she had a girl squad. Yeah. And so they were having breakfast, just like two gal pals hanging out. And then like in an experience, I've, I've never seen anything like this before. The paparazzi descended upon the restaurant and it was actually terrifying. And we were sitting on the patio right in front. So when Taylor and Soraya went to leave, it was like absolute wild mayhem. And I've, I've seen paparazzi like a pretty good amount, but I've never seen anything like that. And I cannot imagine what her life must be like on a daily basis. I was just going to say, I don't think I've ever been somewhere where like a, like insane amount of, I've seen like paparazzi waiting outside, but I've never seen them like in action. Oh, well, I've been paparazzi as you know, many times. They thought um, she was the, one of the shawls of sunset. Yep. I was once I'm um, covering an event and they were like yelling at me. They were like, Rita, literally you guys, this video is on YouTube. <laughs> it's still on YouTube. Um, it's and- like been like crossing the street from afar. I was doing a red carpet for Ian Somerhalder when he was on Vampire Diaries, was like hosting an event for his charity. And there was a lot of famous people there. And I was just there to interview people. I was definitely not invited. And as I was leaving the TMZ or X17 or whatever outlet, um, they were like screaming at me like, Rita, Rita, is that you? And I was like, uh, no. And they were like, you're on Shaw's of Sunset, right? And I was like, no. And then they just continued to like paparazzi me for like 15 minutes. It was the weirdest experience of my life. The only other time I got paparazzi'd like really actually was when I was leaving a pretty little liars red carpet and I had on sunglasses and I swear to you, they just thought like, Oh, a girl from the show. They probably thought you're Troy and Belisario. But you know, what's the best part is you can hear there's a bunch of paparazzi and you can hear that as I walk out, they're like, Oh my gosh. And they're all filming me. And then you hear someone say, some, then you hear one of the paparazzi say, oh, it's okay. It's no one. And then they all stop. <laughs> it's like every red carpet I've ever gone to. <laughs> it's like yeah. they, they hold up your name and it's like all the photographers are like, they're oh, like, I don't want to put their cameras down. But the best part about it is on both of these instances, Lisa Heiser was with me. And you know what she did the moment all this started? She Ran. pretty much fled. Yeah. I was like, you're not even going to help me. I don't know how to get out of this. I don't know what to do. She's like, bye. Have a good life. See you never. <laughs> I, all I can think of is like it, seeing those play out in like TikTok format where it would be like someone like uh, calling your name and that song where it's like, run. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I feel like those are just a few stories, but I could go on and on about like just encounters in general. Actually, both of us, you and I have done videos on our YouTube channels of like our best and worst celebrity encounters or like our most memorable, or I even did some videos that were like celebrities that I knew before they were famous. Like the time I went to lunch at Ariana Grande's house. That like, how is crazy insane that to think is. of now. It is really crazy to think of now, but they were lovely and they had a really great sandwich spread. That's my main memory. 
Um, do you know, like, this is more recent and just like the weirdest thing in the entire world. Um, you know, my good friend, uh, Matt, that is the basketball trainer. Oh yes, of course. Lily's friend is like a high-end basketball trainer. I've known him since like eighth grade. And, um, he is, uh, Carl Towns, who I, is he a sports person? I am not, I don't follow (laughs) basketball much, but apparently he's pretty good. Okay. Um, Matt's been training him since he was 18. I don't know how old he is now, but he's like his off season personal trainer. And so they're just like besties now. So he FaceTimed me the other day and he was golfing and literally Carl like pops his head. He's like, Hey Lily. And I'm just like, (laughs) in what world do, am I sitting here with like my zip stickers all over my face? And there's an NBA player that's like, Honestly, though, I think it's really relatable. Like, oh, actually, though, you'll appreciate this more. Guess who Carl's dating? Oh my gosh, Selena Gomez. I have no idea. Jordan Woods. Oh my gosh, that's why I've seen him. He's very handsome. I yeah, obviously so, follow her. I know what uh, she's up to. That Matt just went golfing with all of them. Wow. Well, you know what? Tell him I'm happy for them. And I was like, oh they wow, seem you're very, really they seem like they're adjacent. doing well. That's great. Good for them. Um, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I even think of like. Chris, I feel like he always gets into like weird celebrity experiences because he doesn't know who anyone is ever. He has no idea. And he also used to live with when we first started dating, he he lived with um, two of the guys in pentatonics who are super fruit and, you know, still like in touch with them. Really sweet guys. I I think so random, random famous people would come over to their house all the time. And he'd be like, yeah, I met that person. It's like so weird. Especially in general, I think, especially for us, it was, weird to meet people that like know who YouTubers are that are our age, especially if you're dating. Like I've had people be like, oh, do you run into people on dating apps that know who you are? And I'm like, no, because I hope that they're not like 30 something year old men that are watching beauty break. (laughs) Like unless they were working in the industry, I would hope that they're not in my demo because we probably aren't. That's that's a little (laughs) weird. (laughs) But, uh, so it's weird that it's weird when someone does know who a bunch of people are. So Chris used to design, he had business partners where they did, um, like pers- like custom apps for people. Yes. And, uh, that was actually how I, the first time I met them is when Jocelyn thought she was being work zoned. They came in and like did a little pitch meeting. To- and I was like, is this guy trying to date me or is he trying to work with me? What's going but, on here? So they had done apps for super fruit. They had done it for a few other people. And I feel like even now he'll randomly reference something or like name drop someone that I'm like, what? And Do you know what? Like, <laughs> he's friends with John Cena. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like he was like, um, do you know who Liza Koshy is? I was like, yeah, yeah babe, I've heard of her. She's like amazing. He's like, I used to email with her years ago and he found the emails recently. And obviously Liza was so young at the time. They were so cute. Like she was still managing her own career. Um, well, it's funny because I feel like her. that's 100% Chris is that he would be like talking to huge people, but he's like, I don't know they are. And then he's just like super friendly and talkative. So they all like that. You know, there you go. That's why I say it's just like everybody poops, right? Everyone poops. So we're all the same. And like the more that you treat these mega famous people like they poop, the happier they're going to feel. You know, everyone just wants to feel like that. Uh, When we were just (laughs) on the shoot in Oregon, the makeup artist was like, you're like the most, what did... Like, I don't want to say it in a way that makes it be like, oh my God, you're so great. She was just like, <laughs> said something like, you're the most like low maintenance ta- like uh, talent, talent I've ever been around on a shoot. And I was like, w- I think we'd only been there like a day. And I'm like, what would I have been high maintenance? Like, I don't even know what you would have done. And she's like, no, I don't know. Like, uh, I was like, who are you normally working with? People, you'd be surprised. I think you'd be surprised. She said that it was less of like, that they were assholes and more just like indifferent and didn't talk to other people. Like they're very like in the zone and then they like perform and then they like retreat back into their. Absolutely. And I think that's the reason that you and I get fun opportunities a lot is because (laughs) Because the the people people just like hanging out with us. (laughs) We used to joke that when we were in Paris, we always like, we'll go on brand trips, uh, brand trips, and we'll like make friends with all the ladies that work on the brand team rather than, I mean, we make friends with the influencers too, but we're always like, 
feeling bad for them because we see how hard they're working and we've been in that position. So I feel like in Paris, especially, we were like, are you guys okay? Do you need help? Is everything all right? Do you guys need a snack or anything? Like, are we doing everything okay? I feel like that's, especially when you're working for someone else and you know that they're under a lot of pressure. I'm like, tell me what you need me to do. Absolutely. I know. Well, we could go on and on about this for literally forever because the stories are so rich. And also like both of us grew up outside of LA. So I feel like there's probably even weird stories from our childhood that we could share. So if you guys are one of my best performing ones is my childhood celeb experiences. So if you guys are wanting to hear more of these kind of stories, leave us a comment on the YouTube video, send us a DM, drop us something on Instagram over on our shared channel IG and let us know because I mean, people seem to really like this kind of stuff. And I'm sometimes just like, yeah, this is just the weird I, life living I, living in Los I, Angeles. <laughs> well, that's I've done a couple of the videos now and I like still have at least like 15 other people that I'm like, oh yeah, that happened too. Exactly. Well, Lil, are you ready to just share well? Sure. So long, share well. I hate us so much more now. All right, Lil, what brought you joy this week? Oh my goodness. Um, well, I feel like I have, I've, you know, I always like recommend a TV show or something. Absolutely. Um, but lately I feel like I've watched everything there is to watch and I've been getting a little frustrated because we've been in this quarantine for so long that I'm like, oh shit, are we just going to run out of content because like they can't really film that much anymore? Maybe. Plot twist, new stuff came out. So um, I've been watching uh, The Undoing with Nicole Kidman on HBO. How is that? I haven't watched it. Is it too scary for me? I wouldn't say it's scary yet. It's I would. It's kind of like uh, Big Little Lies vibes. Okay, all right. So Love like that show. Love that intense, show. but not scary. So I okay. think you could probably handle it. Fantastic. Um, it's been really good. There's one with um, Kate Mara, and then I don't know what the guy's name is, but I recognize him from Step Two. Oh, he was he, in Love like, Simon. She's like the sexy teacher or something. Yes. Oh my <laughs> god! I'm four. There's only four episodes, and I'm watching it like what? It, and I. I know that people are glad that it exists because it shows like she gets caught, like the trailer for the show. Shows she gets caught, right? The whole thing is about like the, the chaos that erupts after it. So it's like the affair starts so quickly and it's so like, just like, like it happens Graphic. so easily. Not even like they don't show that much. It's more like a lot of anticipation leading up to it. But I'm just watching like, oh my God, like I, I feel like this is not, this it makes it like the the typical like sexualizing an affair between especially like a female teacher and a male student where it's like oh my god oh teenage boys dream but I guess it takes a turn right now oh, I'm like watching it and I feel like it's like I shouldn't be watching it I'm like this feels inappropriate it's so interesting like there was definitely rumors at my high school about like a hot teacher like hooking up with hot students. Teachers. I'm just going to say, if I was a teacher, I would never close my door and I would never allow anyone to be in there with me alone because you just don't know what people are going to say. And also, I mean, it's just like, why, why would you like, imagine Lily right now, you're 30. In what world would you ever want to date a 17 year old? Like, well, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. And that's also the thing that's confusing about watching the show is because I Googled it after. The kid is 25 that plays this high schooler. So, like, and Kate Mara doesn't look old. So, it's weird because, like, you could put them together in a movie as a, say, a similar age couple. Like, it, it doesn't feel that realistic. But that's, I thought about that, too. I'm like, ew. Like, I... I don't want to date someone that's 25. I don't get it. I don't, I don't, 17. Like, I don't get ew. it at all. No, no, thank you. Absolutely not. Um, actually I will sort of, um, piggyback on that to say that there is a lot of new stuff on Netflix, specifically very cheesy, very terrible holiday movies. And lifetime is showing 24 hours or is it Hallmark 24 oh, hours a day is holiday movies. Like the really bad ones that I love, um, 24 hours a day starting now until the holidays. So, so like, what a blessing. Can, what a blessing. Watch my, all my dark recommendations and then cheer yourself up with all of Jocelyn's uh, <laughs> holiday movies. Oh, the last one is um, another HBO documentary just came out and I think it's only like four episodes. It's called The Murder on Middle Beach and it's very intense. It's about um, this mob that gets murdered and oh. 
they don't know who did it. And mm-hmm. they like think it was maybe the dad, but like no one's been arrested and it was years ago. It's very intense. Very interesting. Well, the thing that actually brought me joy this week is super random. So one of our friends, Danielle Robay, mm-hmm. who she go brings find me her, joy too. Go find her on Instagram. <laughs> She's just like so put together and smart. I just love following her. Um, she has been posting a lot over the last year about this company called Noon Nutrition. It's spelled I love N- her little animation U- she does. Yeah, she does like really cool content with them. I actually asked her, I'm like, do you own this company? Do you have equity in this company? I know. And she just is like a big fan of them. Anyways, she influenced me. I'm totally the person who buys everything that people recommend me on Instagram. Like it absolutely works on me. That's how I find like half the stuff I buy. So I've been struggling and I don't know if anyone else has, if it's a COVID thing or what I'm dehydrated all the time, like literally all the time. (laughs) Me too, but it's not a COVID thing. So I was like, I I, I interrupted, but it was, um, it's called noon N U U N. Yes. And so I'm like, you know, I'm going to try this stuff. And they actually offered to send me some. And I was like, absolutely. And I'm always really skeptical of this stuff that's like marketed, like immediately you're going to be so hydrated. And I'm like, yeah, that's some bullshit. Let's see what happens. You guys. Oh my gosh. I put one of those little packety packs inside my water bottle, which is huge. And I felt better immediately. She had sent me some a while ago and I tried them and I liked them and then I ran out and then I just never re-upped. But I remember they make, um, I think the one I was using makes your water carbonated. Yeah. And they have ones that like make, it does add a little like bubble Mm -hmm. um, and they make all different flavors and they're like mild, they're not gross. And the thing is I struggle with just like drinking water because it's like boring. So if I can add a flavor to it, I'm here for it. And I love a good, uh, some carbonation. It's nice. Absolutely. So if you guys are looking for something and this is not spawn, this is just like literally something I love. I recommend trying it out. They, they probably sell it online and I would guess like I should try it again, whole foods and stuff like that. Um, and maybe we can put it in the show notes to a little linky link to new nutrition. And with that, I think this episode of overshare is over. Indeed. Indeed it is. (laughs) We'll be here next week. Um, thank you guys so much for listening and watching. Please share this on socials and tag us so that we can see you. And, and don't also forget subscribe. to comment and leave your over it. <gasps> oh, yes. And subscribe. Rate us five stars. Yes, Please that. we beg of you and leave us mm-hmm. a review. <laughs> That's Please. all. Okay. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.